Gina Della from Pella. And let me tell you, 555 is back. Get up to five years no interest, five months no first payment, and 5% same-day order savings at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. See PellaWI.com. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Historic Radio City, this is the Jeff Wagner Show. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open now. Give Jeff a call at 855-616-1620. And now, WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Good afternoon, Wisconsin. Welcome to the show. Off air, Steve Scafidi said, sounds like you've got an ambitious schedule for a 30-minute show. Nope, we're going to cover it all. Let's get right to it. If you were listening to Melissa's news, she told you about the Summerfest numbers that got released, that this is not a surprise. As somebody who was down there several days broadcasting from Summerfest, it was very clear to me, particularly on the Thursday and Fridays, that, that attendance was was light. Um, lighter than normal. Wasn't down there at night, so I don't know about that. But the, the numbers are out, and it sort of bears out what my general assessment was. Uh, 409,000 people attended the nine-day festival spread over three weekends. That's the, the lowest attendance um, at Summerfest since 1986. Two years ago, which is the last time they had the full festival that ran the traditional Thursday through Sunday with the Monday off, they had 718,000 people. But here's the, here's the reality of this. First of all, Summerfest, I, I think, needed to make some changes because the attendance in the old format had, had been going down um, pretty consistently. And, and that's just kind of the reality. Now, by the way, the, the success of a f- festival like Summerfest to me it isn't and shouldn't be measured by just how many people you get in through the gates. I mean, we, there, there was, it was 20 years ago, there was almost like this thing, gee, can we get to attendance of a million? And, and they did that by, um, I- encouraging, I don't know, 16 year old kids to come down. And, and if you've got hundreds of thousands of, of kids that are underage running around trying to buy beer illegally and stuff, that, that affects the overall experience. So, I mean, I think Summerfest decided early on, it's not so much about just how many people we can cram into the lakefront grounds. It's more about the quality of the experience. At the same time, you do, you do need a, a critical mass so that there's enough revenue coming in to support the vendors and things of the like. Now, this year, the number is 409,000. I, I don't know that it's fair to describe them as, as disappointing. It's clearly low, but but for anybody who says, oh, this shows that the format doesn't work or things, my, my message, again, channeling Aaron Rodgers, is, is relax. This, first of all, I think, and I've said this before, Summerfest deserves amazing credit for pulling the festival off in 2021. I mean, it was canceled in its entirety last year, supposed to come back uh, in June and July of this year. They weren't able to do that because of COVID. There are a lot of music festivals and music venues that have really been shut down for two years. So the, the idea that they were able to get something on the books I think was important, and I think that they deserve credit for it. Okay, so so why was attendance down? Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of factors, starting with the dates. I mean, Don Smiley corrected me when I said, well, it's Summerfest in the fall. He said, well, it's it's still summer. But, but yes, yes, it, it was still summer technically. But the June and July dates, when people are out of school, when people are in kind of the vacation mode, I think it makes it easier to have attendance. You know, when you're having it in September, 
all the college kids, which are a, a good portion of, I think, the attendance, all the college kids are, are gone. You've got the teachers who, in many cases, I mean, work at Summerfest, for example, as part-time jobs. They're, they're all back in school. It, it's just, I think, a different sort of setup. So I, I think in some respects, trying to compare three weekends in the fall to stuff that went on in the summer, that really, to me, is like trying to compare apples to oranges. So I think it's a bad indication to begin with. A better test will be, okay, let's see next year, when we go back to the traditional dates over three weekends, let's compare it to 2021 and, and see where we are. If there's not a marked increase in attendance, that, that might send off red flags. But my guess, once you get back to the traditional dates, you're going to see the numbers go up dramatically. You know, there's other factors as well. I think it happens to be the dates. But also, I think, let's be honest, it, it is it is the COVID concerns. There are still people, and we've talked about this with brewers' attendance as well, there are still people out there who I think are reluctant to want to go out and be in, in crowds, large or, or otherwise. And, and I appreciate that. They're still vaccinated, unvaccinated, doesn't matter. They're uncomfortable being in large group type of settings, indoors, outdoors, doesn't matter. And I think that's one of the effects of the pandemic. And I have no doubt that there were a lot of people who made that decision that, well, we're just not comfortable going out and, you know, being around lots of groups. I understand that. The other reality is I don't know how significant it was, but the proof, the fact that Summerfest required proof that you were going to be vaccinated or alternatively that you had one of the negative tests within 72 hours. I have no doubt that that had an effect. Can I tell you that it was 10 percent or 15 percent? No, but I have no doubt that there were probably thousands of people who would have otherwise gone down to Summerfest, who had made the decision thus far that they hadn't they weren't vaccinated and they weren't going to go through the hassle of getting the test just to go to go to a musical event. Now hopefully we will be through this by next year and that issue will go away. Summerfest also talked about a couple other things in their statement saying, you know, the the bus service had been cut back so that it was more difficult for public transportation to get in and they, they had rain over Labor Day. You're always going to have to deal with weather issues. But I mean, I, I think if you were asking me what is the big issue, I, I would say it was the dates, but that, that was unavoidable. It was just the reality. And I would say it would also be the shadow of COVID and all the things that means. But for anybody who wants to say, oh, this wasn't a success or look, this was a failure or this means the three weekends doesn't work, way too premature to say that. And as I've said before as well, when it comes to Summerfest, this is a treasure. This is really a local treasure. And all of us want to be rooting for Summerfest to succeed. I happen to think that for at least the, the wave of the future right now, and I know this upsets some traditionalists, the wave of the future is it's going to be, again, over three weekends, Thursday through Saturday, at least for a couple years, to see if that works out. And my guess is ultimately it will. I'm looking for a big rebound in 2022, assuming we can get through the pandemic. So. For anybody who's looking at the Summerfest numbers and saying, oh, this is just terrible, okay, just relax. Topic number two, as far as relaxed. I want to open up the phone lines. Our number is 855-616-1620, which is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. As you know, if you are a regular listener, I, I am a huge Brewers fan. I have a 20-game season ticket package. was there on, on Tuesday night. I have been saying all along that I think this is a special season. The Brewers have 91 wins. They are still on track to win more games than any Brewers team in the history of the Brewers. That was uh, 1990. 
uh, 96 wins is the is the high water mark. They did it in 2011 and they did it in 2018, but they needed an, an extra game in 2018 to get there. But they they still They've been stuck on 91 wins for, well, a while now. They've lost four games in a row, three games to the St. Louis Cardinals, including last night, which was a debacle. It just it was a debacle. It was one of those games where just nothing goes right. They fell behind early. They were never in the game. Bad baseball, but it happens. They play a 162-game season. I understand that there's a lot of hand-wringing that's going on. Oh, this is sort of terrible. All right, the, the Brewers are still sitting with the third-best record in the National League. Yes, they've lost three games in a row to the Cardinals, and they lost the game on Sunday to the Chicago Cubs. But they're in a really good position. They're going to win the Central Division. They're going to, I think, be one of the favorites to get to the World Series. They're in a little bit of a slump. And teams in 162-game seasons all go through slumps. On the other hand, St. Louis is playing really, really well now. And as Wayne Larravee, voice of the Packers, always says, it's not necessarily who you play, it's it's when you play them. St. Louis has gotten hot, and, and that's that that's all well and good. And the Brewers kind of in a little bit of a slump. Our number, 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. My message, though, is relax, Brewers fans. It's all going to be okay. This is a really, really good baseball team who isn't even having a bad week. They're they're arguably having a a bad half of a week. And they've played so wonderfully for most of the year that they they can have that, that bad couple days. All right, so are you panicked? Are you ready to jump off the bandwagon? Is this this terrible thing? Oh, my gosh, this whole season's going to go down the tubes. Or... Are we just looking at a little sliver? And, and yeah, they're, they're not playing that great right now. They've lost four in a row, but everything's going to be okay. 855-616-1620. Are you ready to jump off the bandwagon? Should we be panicking? Is it hair on fire? Is it time to shake up the lineup? Or is everything going to be okay? I'm in the everything is going to be okay camp. Where are you? 855-616-1620. We discuss in a moment. Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. That's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. I, I've been listening to all these talking heads, both locally and, and nationally. Oh, what, what, what's going on with the Brewers? They've lost three in a row to the Cardinals. Cardinals playing really good baseball. They've won eleven in a row. That that's true. Give them their due. Brewers still have ninety one wins. They're going to finish with the one of the that, probably the third best record in the National League. Um, I, 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 they're having a great season, and it's a long season. You go through these periods where it seems like nobody is hitting, or alternatively, like I was at the game Tuesday night, they had a bunch of players that hit the ball really hard. It was just like right at people, or the Cardinals made a couple great plays. I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. Kathy in Waukesha. Kathy, is it time to panic? No. It's a hiccup. It's just a hiccup. The momentum carries you down sometimes and when they get tired of pushing that snowball up the mountain and they just can't do it anymore it's going to start coming down that hill and the momentum's going to gather and gather and they're going to go they're going to go all the way it's just a hiccup yep you it's a 162 game season you're going to have you're you're going to have like these little streaks where Okay, that the hits don't fall in, or you play a team that's really, really hot. That's what they're going through now. They're not a bad team. They're a great baseball team. 
and every hit just happens to go into somebody's glove. Yep. Well, I, it's going to change. Yep. Or, it's or they going to change. It's a hiccup. All right, I'm with you, Kathy. Or they they, they make, I mean, I was, okay, so I was there Tuesday night, and they they had fallen behind. I think it was one nothing. That's the game they lost 2-1 to ultimately. And I I think it was Eduardo Escobar hit this, like, line drive down the third baseline that I thought it was going to be a double, a triple, maybe a home run. And the Cardinals' left fielder came from nowhere, made a really great running catch. There was another, and, you know, take nothing away. He made a great play, but the ball was hit really hard. Christian Yelich, twice on Tuesday night, just smashed the ball, but he hit it right at where a player was. Those types of things are going to happen. Five feet, one way, five yards, one way or the other. The ball falls in, goes through for a double. That kind of stuff happens. I, I just, I again, it's a bad streak. I don't know if they're going to win today or not. As a matter of fact, they're pitching. The Cardinals are pitching Adam Wainwright, who historically has owned the Brewers. But even if they lose today. It's it's going to be okay. They're still going to win the Central Division by a lot. Uh, Troy in Door, Door County. Troy, you're on WTMJ. Hello. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I, as I was telling the screener, um, you know, you don't win 91 games by accident. So this is a good team. And uh, baseball, like a lot of things in sports, can become contagious. And scoring runs and hitting the ball. And getting that confidence back is something right now that we're just dealing with, and I'd rather it happen now than in two weeks. So right. I, uh, I think they'll get back on on track and get those hitting hitting going. But uh, in the meantime, it's kind of like, whoa, what happened here? But <laughs> but how quickly? Uh, yeah, you're you know, right. But how quickly we forget? I mean, okay, so so two uh, weeks ago they're on one of these these, these huge streaks when they, they can't lose, and so you, I mean this. Okay, so they've lost three games to the Cardinals, and they lost the game to the Cubs before that. But before that, they won the two games against the Cubs. They dominated Cleveland. It's just to me, it's always just amazing that our, our, as sports fans, we go from you know we go from a ten to a minus one over over seven games, and you just, it drives right. you crazy, yeah. Right, you know, and in sports too, you're only you're only as good or you're only as bad as your last game. So if they can get get it going right now, uh, we we will quickly forget that too of what what happened this last. A- absolutely, or whatever you want to say. Exactly. Thanks to Coach Right, and you know, it is, and, and you made the point, and a number of our texters are making the point that if you're going to go into a, a mini slump. And see, and that's that's what I think it is. I think this team, you don't win 91 games by by accident. You you gotta be a pretty darn good team to win 91 games. And so, because that that's how the baseball season is. You know, in the NCAA basketball tournament, you can get that team that gets in, and and the guy gets hot, and everything. You know, it gets hot. You can win a game or two. A 162 game baseball season, it, it really does separate the good teams from the mediocre teams from the bad teams. That that it's over time that will tell. And and the, the Brewers have proven that they're a good team over time. Um, I would I would argue that if they're going to go into a slump, for example, I would rather have them do it now <laughs> than than two and a half weeks from now when when the playoffs start. Now I understand the flip side would be oh they, they've completely lost it and and but I see I just don't buy that. I just think. You know they're they're too good a team to go for another month not winning games. You don't win ninety one games doing that. The pitching is too solid. They're just going through a little bit of a rough patch, aren't they? Back with more in just a minute. Welcome back to Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. We're back, John in Milwaukee. John, is it time to jump ship? Should we be panicking because the Brewers have lost four in a row? No, don't hit that button. It's like you said earlier. You know, I'm a big hockey guy. Same thing. Very long seasons. You want to hit that slump 
before playoffs. You don't want to be slumping in October. Right. So, and also I think that the fact that a four game losing streak for the Brewers is a big story. <laughs> that's kind of a good thing. Yeah. That's kind of a good thing. Yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. See, and, and that's, that's the thing. Look, if this was, if, if they were playing 500 baseball, for example, and they were in the, the, if they were in a battle for that second wild card spot and, and, and they're, they go through a bad streak, well, okay, that, that, that's an issue. But they're not. They, they've built up this incredibly comfortable lead by being a, a good team. And look, and I do appreciate the value of streaks and stuff. And St. Louis has picked absolutely the right time to get hot. Take nothing away from them. But at the same time, they, they're, they're still, what, eight and a half games behind the, the Brewers with like 12 to play or something like that. They're not going to overhaul the Brewers. They're playing well. Maybe it's going to give them momentum. If anything, maybe if I was Los Angeles or San Francisco, whoever's going to play the Cardinals in the first round, maybe I'd be a little bit worried about that. But the bottom line of all this is Brewer fans, just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. This team is going to be fine, and I hope to see you at the World Series at American Family Field come late October. Okay, that is it for me. Brewers baseball is coming up in just a couple minutes. I'm back 12 noon tomorrow for a full three-hour show when we do it all again. Go Brewers!